Morning. Welcome to Professional Messmakers. I am Brother Brooks. God has a, as always, God has a word for us, and uh, and He has promises for us. And uh, I'm gonna do something a little different this morning. I'm going to. Um, uh, I have a. I, I do a couple of devotions a day, and uh, there's a fathers and sons and. You know, there's a teacher devotion that gets shared with me every now and then. And, you know, I look at the word of the day on Bible.com and so forth. But I have one with my college brothers and uh, and it's based on Charles Stanley. And, you know, we've been and we do it together every morning, get sent out and, you know, up in our own time throughout the day, we reflect on it and comment on it and so forth. And some days the comments are more deeper than others. But there's one this morning that really speaks to me and um speaks to me in my situation and I think it speaks to you as well and you know being a professional mess maker <laughs> we're professional sinners and one thing God tells us to do is to feed our spirits a steady diet of his word and keep our minds stayed on him you know our first commandment is love God with all our heart all our might and all our soul and you know I feel compelled to do that and with that being said um, I'm actually going to read this morning and most time I speak and talk, but, you know, I'm going to read this morning and something different, but I want to let you know that I'm doing that. And I'm going to read um, the December 23rd of Charles Stanley's excerpt or his devotion for the day, because I think it's uh, it's powerful. It reads. It says, when the righteous triumph, there is glory. Proverbs 20, chapter 12, verse. Jesus wants us to live in the victory of his presence today. Amid the uncertainty and pressure surrounding you, he is at your side to strengthen and encourage you. And when your eyes are fixed on him rather than the world around you, you'll begin to see the triumph you can walk in every day of your life. And instead of striving to live up to other standards, the Holy Spirit will teach you to dwell on things of God, which are pure and honoring to Christ. This does not mean that you'll never feel rejected, lonely, or defeated. Rather, it means that you can continue to walk in victory despite those feelings, because Jesus is our is your hope, goal and example. And his spirit lives in you, reminding you of all the promises he's made to you. He is a savior who bore the weight of all of our sins and remained victorious. He has faced the greatest enemies the soul will ever know, sin and death. And he has triumphed over them through his glorious resurrection. And in Ephesians 1, 19 through 20, we are assured that the surpassing greatness of his power is available to us who believe the very same strength excuse me the very same we are sure that the very the, the surpassing greatness of his power is available to us who believe the very same working of the strength of his might which he brought about in Christ he raised up he raised him up from the dead in other words his resurrection power was available to you today friends God uses every frustration, fear, and feeling of hopelessness to remind you of your need for him. And one day you shall see the brilliance of God's work, understand the purpose behind each of the trials you, you have experienced. Understand today, realize that nothing you're facing is a mistake. God is in control. So walk in the victory of knowing your life is in God's hand and he's working everything out for your good. Guys, this refers to um, every in every situation, God already has a victory. Jesus knows the outcome of what we're dealing with, and he knows what we're dealing with. He's walking with us. 
And sometimes that does not seem to be the case. Sometimes we don't feel that way. Sometimes, it, you know, sometimes it feels anything but or the opposite of. And, you know, that's when the devil is busy. Sometimes uh, the devil is testing us in that. And, you know, sometimes we're being seen. Well, we do we truly live out our faith? Do we truly turn to God? Do we truly walk to God? Well, I'm going to go to the. I'm going to go to the Bible for a minute and read actually Ephesians 19, Ephesians 1, 19 through 20. It says, I want you to know about the great and mighty power that God has for us followers. It is the same wonderful power he used when he raised Christ from death and let us sit at his right side in heaven. There Christ rules over all forces, authorities, powers, and rulers. He rules over all beings in this world and will rule in the future as well. God has put all things under the power of Christ for the good of the church. He has made him head of everything. Wow. God's knowing Jesus. And yesterday we talked about God choosing us and God being our friend. But here, you know, in God's word, this is not Charles Stanley. This is not Brooks. This is not any commentary from anybody. This is directly from God. God is saying that the same wonderful power that he used to raise Christ from death and let him sit at his right hand, you know, that same power is available for us followers. You know, sometimes we have to go into, we have to be mindful of um, of going and fasting and prayer. Remember, the disciples could not cast out a demon, particular demon, because of in faith alone, but they had to use fasting and prayer. And guys, in God's presence, in God's presence, mm, 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 I feel God's presence, guys. In God's presence, in fasting and prayer, all the power that was used in this world, <laughs> Is available to us guys we 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 must this is why we must feed our, our our minds our spirits our bodies because God has a plan God has a purpose and you know and by knowing his word by understanding his promises and by walking the way he calls us to walk we can walk in it we can be a blessing to others we can share love we can show love we can endure and we can step into our purpose in this world Remember, God knows why he brought us here. God knows every single day of our life. And God knows why we interact with who we interact with. God understands our flock. God understands our walk. And we don't. We don't understand all of it. And it's even in the commentary, even references the fact that even in hindsight, we will be able to see God's brilliance one day. And we'll understand every single thing he took us through. But with that being said, guys, with that being said. We just praise God, hallelujah, and we thank him for his presence. We thank him for his grace, his mercy, and the power that he stowed upon us, allowing us to be his servants. God the Father, we come to you at this point in time in prayer. We just say thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you that nothing that we experience or encounter will we be will we do alone. You're telling us that you are in control. You're telling us that your spirit abides, your spirit reigns, and we just say hallelujah and thank you. God, to all those of you entrusted in my walk and all those who I walk amongst. Please bless, please keep, please hold. You know, in your name we pray, man. Well, God, guys, once again, it's another powerful word. Um, I'll be uh, I'll be uh, chewing and meditating on this one throughout the rest of the day, if not week and month. But uh, just know that God, Ephesians 1, 19 and 20, or 21 actually, so powerful because it tells us that the power that God used with Jesus Christ is available to us power that he used to raise the Holy Spirit in all things. All things are under God's control. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, guys, I don't even know if that was meant to be a prayer, but I just went back into prayer mode. But hey, guys, be you, do you, stay you.
Take care.